Welcome to our podcast on A Course in Miracles. Today we're in Dubai. It's a sunny day, not a cloud in the sky. And we're completing the LRT today. It's Sunday. And a great lesson for today. It's lesson 290. My present happiness is all I see. Unless I look upon what is not there, my present happiness is all I see. Eyes that begin to open see at last, and I would have Christ's vision come to me this very day. What I perceive without God's own correction for the sight I made is frightening and painful to behold. Yet I would not allow my mind to be deceived by the belief that the belief the dream I made is real an instant longer. This is the day I seek my present happiness and look on nothing except the thing I seek. With this resolve, I come to you and ask your strength to hold me up today while I but seek to do your will. You cannot fail to hear me, Father. What I ask have you already given me, and I am sure that I will see my happiness today. Hmm. I think some people would have trouble with this if they're not happy. Mm-hmm. How would, you know... Well, we're pretty happy, so we can relate to this. But some people read this, they might be really unhappy. Yeah. And how could they accept this lesson if they're already unhappy? Well, they first have to see a couple of fundamental lessons in the Course. And the first one is that if they're unhappy, there's something they are doing, or there's something that they're reacting to that's causing their unhappiness. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, they're responsible for their own unhappiness. That's the first thing they have to see. It's not something that um, external conditions did to them. Like, you know, lesson 31 is I'm not a victim of the world I see, right? Mm -hmm. So that means that if I'm unhappy, I'm not a victim of those things that I thought made me unhappy. I I projected them. They're, They're of my own making. And that's the first step in letting go of those things that make you unhappy and and then uh, yes you may not feel happy in the moment but I like I like the way Esther Hicks puts it you you have to decide to feel something that's better than the way you feel now now she calls it the emotional scale. You, you have to be willing to go up the emotional scale. Like if you're in despair, going up the emotional scale might be, uh, if, if you see, well, I'm frustrated about X, Y, and Z. At least you're going up. Frustration is not as 
bad is despair, right? Yeah. Uh, frustration is you still have a thought you can do something about it. Maybe despair, you think, oh, there's nothing I can do about it. So you need to go up the scale of feeling better uh, toward happiness. I mean, happiness would be at the top of the scale, right? Despair would be down at the bottom or, or shame or guilt. You know, those would be down at the bottom. So you have to be willing to go up the scale and let go of some of these uh, negative emotions that you're responsible for having. You are the creator of how you feel. Right. All right. So I know, so we could say, I could choose to be happy. Mm -hmm. But when... When it says my present happiness, it sounds like you already have it. Well, okay, that's the other thing. Your happiness is already in you, even mm -hmm. if you're not seeing it. Okay. All right? That's Just like the Holy Spirit is already in you, even if you're not using it. Yeah, I don't think people get that point. Well, it's a fundamental point in The Course in Miracles. Mm -hmm. Like your salvation, or let's just say your liberation from your sorrow is already given to you. Mm -hmm. Now, whether you uh, use the means to realize that, that's your free will to do. So if you want to stay unhappy, not even Jesus could like turn that around. Mm. You often say, truth cannot deal with errors people want to keep. Well, unhappiness is an error. It's not something that uh, external things are doing to you. I mean, even something as big as a loved one leaving their body. Now, that's usually a source of unhappiness for people, right? Mm. They go into grief, they go into sorrow, all that. Well, what is the grief? Is it grieving for the person who's gone to perhaps a higher state, state uh, you know, a non-physical state where their suffering is over? Or is it grieving for you because you pity yourself for not having that person around anymore? You see, like it's, it's like the grief may not be for the reason you think. You're upset when something happens like that, but the upset may not be for the reason you think. You think it's, oh, you're grieving for the person who left, but maybe you're grieving for yourself because you pity yourself that that person's not around to be codependent with anymore. You know, so, so like, uh, even that you could see a happiness. I mean, if you're not pitying yourself, right, and a death comes, you have to rearrange your life because that person's not there. Yes, you do have to rearrange your life. And, and Krishnamurti called death the vitality of death. That means, like, it's, it's dynamic. It's like, well, things happen. Somebody leaves their body, and you have to rearrange your life. And that's dynamic. 
but that doesn't have to be bad. It doesn't have to be a bad thing. It could be uh, you're going to rearrange your life in ways that are f helping your own evolution. You know, so so like we see death as something sorrowful, but what if death is something that's vitally alive and lessons are being learned and you're evolving uh, and that person who leaves their body into the non-physical state, they're evolving, they're, you know, it, it could be seen as a positive thing, not a negative thing. I don't know, but anyway, if somebody said that to me and I lost a loved one, I'd be angry if they, that they said that. Mm. I would be angry at you for saying that. Of course. And yeah. people are, and my sister was. Yeah. I mean, not that I even said those things to her, but I, know. But I think but, in the, she could tell I was not grieving in the way that she was grieving. Yeah. But anyway, my present happiness, it, you know, the thing, the point to get is that you already have it. Otherwise, it wouldn't say present. Yeah, and, and it's a decision. Most people are not in touch with it. It's a decision you make to be aware of it. Yeah, I'm aware of the happiness that's there in me. It would be the first step, I think. Right. Like, heaven is the decision I must make. Mm -hmm. Well, in this case, happiness and heaven are the same thing. Yeah. Right? So it's a decision you must make, or you, you are given to make. It's your option to make it. Now, you can also opt to not make it and stay unhappy. You can also opt to do that. Um, and you know sometimes it seems as though the unhappiness is involuntary like that we don't have any control over it yeah that's the point alright well that that's just um, we're a victim of our own thoughts and our own mm. feelings and our own emotions you know that's just saying we're a victim of those and we can't change them yeah, I think a lot of people think unhappiness just happens to me. <laughs> mm -hmm. You know, I didn't create it. Yeah, right. It just right. happens, you know. Right. So I think that's the main point for today. Yeah, okay. So let's take it from the top and see what we can glean from this. Lesson 290. My present happiness is all I see. Now it says all I see. Now that's total, right? Mm -hmm. My present happiness is all I see. I don't see any unhappiness. Because the word all means total. You're not seeing anything else. It's all I see. I don't I don't see sorrow. I don't see anger. I don't see fear. I don't see um, guilt. And this goes so far as to say those things aren't even there. Unless I look upon what is not there, my present happiness is all I see. So it even tells you in the first line, all those things that make you unhappy aren't even there. Right? Isn't that implied yeah, by that line? Yeah, but how would people understand that if they experience that they are there? Well, they're projected. You've already decided to be unhappy, not in heaven, in other words. Mm -hmm. You've decided that. And 
they're not there. The reasons of, for your unhappiness are not there. So you have to project them onto the life stream. Unless I look upon what is not there, my present happiness is all I see. Well, when are we going to start looking on, stop looking at stuff that's not there? And then using those things that aren't there as a justification for our un unhappiness. I mean, that's what that first line implies. You're seeing things that aren't there, and then you're projecting them onto the life stream, and then you're saying, see, life made me unhappy. And those things that you projected aren't even there. Mm. Unless I look upon what is not there, my present happiness is all I see. Eyes that begin to open see at last. So this lesson is opening our eyes. Now, to the degree we're resistant and we don't want to take responsibility that we made up all of our unhappiness by projecting things that aren't there, to the degree we don't want to do that, we're going to keep our eyes closed to happiness. And that's a decision we make. We have free will. We can perpetuate our unhappiness and keep projecting those things onto the life stream that we use as reasons to be unhappy. Oh, I don't make enough money. Oh, I can't get enough people in the LRT. You know? Or I have some pain in my body, mainly. Or I, I have think, some pain in my body. I think people are unhappy because they have conditions in their body. Mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. Well, you know, it's like uh, we're teaching spiritual healing in this LRT and we're having people look at the thoughts that they had that uh, made up the pains in their bodies. Mm -hmm. So everybody has to do that if they want to um, get at the metaphysical causes of pain. Or they have to say, well, okay, I'm in a process and I have some pain, but I'm not going to let that deter me from my happiness. I remember Tarasing shared this experience once where um, he went to Switzerland to this clinic. He met this lady who was a doctor who had this clinic in Switzerland. And Krishnamurti had told him, well, go get healthy, make the body strong. So he went and spent some time there at this clinic. It was like a wellness, we would call it a wellness center now. So he was there for a few weeks, and during the time he was there, he got a kidney stone. You know, and a kidney stone is very painful, mm -hmm. right? So in the process of dissolving the kidney stone and, you know, being on the right diet to do that, he got up one day and he saw this this sunrise coming over the mountain and he was in excruciating pain from the kidney stone but it's like when he saw the sunrise he was he was absolutely delighted at the beauty of the scene right and it's almost like he became ecstatic over this sunrise and he was telling his roommate did you see that and you know he was absolutely in a state of bliss from the beauty of this sunrise over the mountains. 
Now, you could say it, it wasn't possible because he was in so much pain to have joy. But in that case, no amount of pain could suppress the present happiness he was seeing. You see what I mean? So he was experiencing pain, but at the same time he was deciding for happiness. And, and that's what we all have to do. And that's what Esther Hicks says when she says you have to reach for a higher emotion. You know, you have to go up the emotional scale. And that's a decision we have to make, even if we are in pain, physical pain. Okay. Eyes that begin to open see at last, and I would have Christ's vision come to me this very day. I mean, isn't that Christ's vision when, when Christ sees that a person's in pain or they can't see or they can't walk and he sees them with perfect sight or he sees them with perfect legs that can walk, right? So even in the midst of them saying, oh, I'm blind, I can't walk, blah, 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 he doesn't even see that. He sees their perfection. And that's what we have to do towards ourself. You know, it's like our ego has made up all these pains, but we have to see beyond the ego at our true self that doesn't have the pain, that's in perfect happiness. I would have Christ's visions come to me this very day. What I perceive without God's own correction, which would be Christ's vision, for the sight I made is frightening and painful to behold. There you go. The reason I'm in pain is I'm looking on myself and the world and everything without Christ's vision in a state of separation. And salvation that the Course discusses and talks about is the end of separation. That's the end of my imagined separation from my divine source. And that would be Christ's vision. When you've ended the separation and you're seeing your connection to the divine source and you're seeing that I'm responsible for making up the pain and I can stop making up the pain. Yet I would not allow my mind to be deceived by the belief the dream I made is real an instant longer. Now, that might be fear and pain that you're looking on, that's your dream. And now you're saying, I'm not going to believe that dream one instant longer. So you have to stand up to it, you know? Like you could say, well, this will be hard for somebody to get if they're in pain. My present happiness is all I see. Well, maybe this lesson is the very thing they need to get them out of pain. Because they have to make a decision to let go of those things that cause them pain. And those would be thoughts, right? Yeah. Okay. I would not allow my mind to be deceived by the belief that dream I made is real an instant longer. This the day I seek my present happiness and look on nothing else except the thing I seek. 
Well, okay, so let's just say you're in pain and you read this lesson, my present happiness is all I see. And you say, well, I don't feel the happiness, I'm in pain. But then now this last line, it says, this the day I seek my happiness and look on nothing else except the thing I seek. Well, at least you're deciding that you're going to seek the happiness, even though you're in pain. Can, can we say that at least? Like, let's just say somebody reads this lesson and they're in pain. Mm -hmm. How do they approach it then? Now, they could say, well, the lesson's not true, there's not happiness, I can't access, access my happiness. Well, you could seek it, right? I mean, everybody could decide to look for something, right? Even if they haven't found it, they could decide to look for it. Would you agree yes, with that? Right. They Even could, if they're in pain, they could, try they to could seek decide it. to look for that state that's free of pain. Yeah, that's a decision they could make mm -hmm. to to look for it, to seek it. All right. And then now this is saying the present happiness is there through Christ's vision, and let's look through Christ's vision. So even in the midst of the pain there's a possibility to see one little corner of happiness in my world. And that's where you have to start. You have to look for that bit of happiness in your world, even in the midst of pain. Like Tarji saw the sun, sunrise and that little bit of beauty lifted him out of being so preoccupied with the pain of the kidney stone. And it helped him get over the kidney stone a lot faster. Yeah, okay. You know? So happiness is going to help you get over the pain faster than indulging in the pain. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> and it says, okay, with this resolve I come to you. Now it takes resolve, it takes determination, it takes your decision that you're going to put your foot down and say no to the pain. You have to say no to the pain. Uh, you say, well, okay, I'm sorry, please forgive me. I've made a mistake. I have some subconscious unaware thoughts that have attracted this to me. And you take responsibility for the pain. And that's the first step. And that's resolve. With this resolve, I come to you and ask your strength to hold me up today. Now you're asking, you're not even your own strength. You're asking God to give you his strength or her strength. With this resolve, I come to you, capital U, and ask your strength to hold me up today while I but seek to do your will. All right, so what is this will? The will of God. God's will for me is perfect happiness. Okay, well, here it is. My present happiness is all I see. When you're doing the will, or you're joining your will with the will of your Creator. God's will for me is perfect happiness. Well, what's perfect happiness? Perfect happiness is a state free of all pain, all sorrow, all guilt, all fear, all problems. 
It's perfect happiness. It's the heaven state. Doesn't have problems, doesn't have pains, doesn't have whatever. I think, you know, you also have to see that only the ego can experience pain. Your true self does not experience pain. So, and we all have an ego, and we all, to some degree, need an ego to live in the physical dimension. So, as long as we're in the physical dimension, we're probably going to experience here and there pain. But we have to be willing to uh, step outside that personality self long enough to get a glimpse of this true self that doesn't have pain. And that's perfect happiness. And that's present happiness. With this resolve, I come to you and ask your strength to hold me up today while I but seek to do your will. You cannot fail to hear me, Father. What I ask have you already given me, and I am sure that I will see my happiness today. So we're asking the Father to give us the vision of Christ that can see happiness in the midst of the ego's manufacturing of pain, all right? So one of the main things the ego does is it makes up pain, right? Mm -hmm. It makes up death, it makes up guilt, it makes up fear. So that's the kind of the job that the ego has taken on. So in the midst of all that, we're asking God to show us this other way or this other capital self, the Christ self, that's free of pain. And that's all we're asking. And we're asking God to help us see that. We can't do it on our own. We need the help of the Holy Spirit. Uh, we need the help of our Creator in order to have this vision of the Christ. And we need the help of Jesus to, to um, lend us his vision, you know. So here we are. My present happiness is all I see. With this resolve, I come to you and ask your strength to hold me up today while I but seek to do your will. You cannot fail to hear me, Father. What I ask have you already given me. That's the happiness, that's the per perfect happiness. God has already given it to me. And I am sure that I will see my happiness today. So we're asking for Christ's vision to see our happiness, even if we're experiencing pain. We're, we're asking to see happiness and put aside the pain and see this other self, Christ's self in us, that doesn't have pain and that only has sees perfect happiness. Present happiness is all I see. That's all that the Christ sees is present happiness. Even when he's hanging on the cross, he only sees perfect happiness. Mm -hmm. So, thank you. Thank you. God bless.